Hey, Chad. Hi, Cameron. Uh, that's me. It's you. It's you. I'm sorry I clipped the mic there, but now it's better. Yay. And it's opinions are cheap where we clip our mics. Yay. I don't know. How you doing? Oh, I think I'm doing pretty good. I, I guess. Um, I like I still I'm in pain. And I want to go to bed, but so yeah, I'm doing great, I guess. How are you doing? I mean, I'm not in pain. I do want to go to bed, but that's sort of just every waking moment of my life. So, you know, that's fun. You take the good, you take the bad. And at the end, there you had, I want to go to bed. See, normally I do the musical intro. It's true. But, you know, sometimes we gotta, sometimes we gotta trade roles, um, I had a couple tonight, and I wasn't gonna, but then I had kind of one of those days at work where it was frustrating, and I was like, you know what I'm gonna do when I get home? His drink. Yeah. I had an okay day at work, but it's kind of like, good. oh, it's Wednesday. That's a fun day to drink. <laughs> yeah. I do want to say, so, I've been re- I've been making these videos for work uh, that, like, go over job descriptions, and we're posting those on our website for when we're hiring. So people can, like, literally watch, like, hey, this is the equipment you'll be using, this is what you'll be doing, and all, like, it, it, it's less scary, right? Like, it's a good, I don't know. They have me do it, I get paid to do it. Um, and so I was filming this one video with uh, with a guy in, in the pre-press department, and it went pretty well. We walked through all the equipment, I got everything I needed, and then I needed him to, like, just introduce the video. He's like, hey, my name is so-and-so, I work at so-and-so, and this is what we're doing today. It's all I needed. And getting that out of him was super hard because all of a sudden he was like on the spot and had to act instead of just talk. But we got it. So I make the video and I submit it to HR and they're like, hey, can you can you fix the intro? We want like a little more context to what we're doing, right? Like like why he's doing it, what, what comes next, why this is important. And I'm going, okay, fuck. I'll write him a script. So I write literally three sentences he needs to read going, okay, this is super easy. All he has to do is look at it and read it. I don't need to film him. I just need the audio. And we spent 10 goddamn minutes and he could not read these three fucking sentences to save his life. Um, And I eventually just got fed up with it and we stopped. And it was, it was extremely funny listening back to him because like I'm getting super mad and he's just like, like, reading them at best like a robot, and at worst, like, he doesn't know English. And it's one of those you had to be there, and I, I could, I'm, like, really tempted to, like, bring the audio home to share it because it's funny, but I also don't want to, like, make fun of him that much or dox him or myself, but, like, oh my god. You know, some people, like, you ask them, you put a camera in front of people, and, like, you lose 50 IQ points. It, it happens so often, like, and I'm no better. I, I super am no better if I have to do something like that for work. It it, it comes very difficult, but... You, I mean, you have that experience on VR chat. Yeah. You'll be, like, in costume in a fantasy world where no one can touch you, and you still kind of go, like, like uh, uh, no, and you leave. I'll mute myself when I'm Tony Hawk's torso so no one has to talk to me. It was, it was funny, though, because, like, it got to a point where I was like, dude, are you fucking with me? Like, I literally asked him that. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, you have to know what you just said was a really bad take. You sounded like shit. Are you doing this on purpose? Because if so, bravo. Like, this is funny. This is great. This is a really hilarious bit. 
but it wasn't. He he was he wasn't <laughs> fucking with me. So I'm I'm kind of glad you brought this up because this is actually going to foreshadow uh, my glad space later. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll all be excited for that. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. I sent you a, I sent you a, a trailer for a video game today. Oh yeah, that looks fun. I'm bring it up again. It was it was called Ragnarok, right? Yeah, rock like R O C K, like rock music. And uh, it's a VR game. It's a rhythm game where you're like dwarves on a ship, and you're playing the rhythm drums for the for the rowers. And all the music is like stupid folk metal, and I love it. And I, this might be the game, a VR game, I just go buy. Like, I, I didn't think one of those existed, but here we are. I, yeah, I think what's interesting about this is that it looks cute, and I love this music, but there's something about it that makes me go like, oh, this doesn't even have to be VR, but also the idea of like sitting on this, <laughs> you're on a boat, you're on like the Viking boat while it's like paddling downstream going kind of fast too we're just like okay this is kind of neat like it might be a neat atmospheric thing and it makes me wonder like i wish i could play guitar hero in vr because if oh, i was God. like standing on stage but like playing the way that i used to play because you know i'm not that good at video games i'd say guitar hero is one of those things i'm actually good at i i loved playing guitar hero if i could do that in vr like with the controller in hand and the, you know, it's like, you, you know how I like to do performance. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Like, cause I'm looking at the song list and there's stuff by Ailstorm, there's stuff by Glory Hammer and there's stuff by Windrose. And it's like, you, you, you sold me. I love those bands. Like I think Ailstorm and, and, and Glory Hammer, especially like actually put up pretty good music. The new stuff by Ailstorm is not as good as their old stuff, and I don't think there's any old stuff on this, but their new stuff's still, like, stupid fun. Uh, Windrose is the dwarf mining power metal band that is dumb as shit, but it's great. And then Glory Hammers uh, is just stupid power metal that knows it's stupid power metal, and it leans into the genre really hard. And there's a bunch of other stuff, too, that I don't know as well. Um, Cell Kit? Cell Kilt? I don't know that band, but there's a song in the trailer that's pretty good. And, like, I I really like shitty, stupid folk metal. Like, it's great. It's just so fun to listen to because it has a vibe. And so I'm definitely down for this. And I'm almost tempted to, like, email the group and be like, hey, I know some Russian stuff that would probably let you use their music for this. You know, they're, they're not huge. But, like, I listen to some Russian folk metal, and it's usually amazing. Like, they do it the best. You not should also, lie. like, you should write the band and tell them to contact the game, too. Honestly, I should. Do do play it from both angles. Um, cuz that would be cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, Excuse I'm me. I'm excited for that. I, I don't I it was kind of funny like we didn't play VR chat because you weren't feeling well. And so I ended up doing I ended up playing I've been playing Doom. So I played that stud. And Doom is great. Doom Eternal. That game goes hard. I forgot how hard that game is though. Like I die so much. And it's like I'm walking into the room and there's actual humans who are like, oh my god, it's that guy. He's so, like, there's like, there's like chat logs that like, oh, the Doom guy's a god. And I was like, I don't know, man, you know how many times I died that last encounter? <laughs> Motherfucker with the knives really got me good. No one needs to know. What did you think of that trailer I sent you for, uh, 
It's that Necromunda game. What was it called? It looked like Doom, but yeah. with Warhammer. It was heavily Doom inspired. Like it was a fast paced shooter. Uh, hired Gun. That looks really fun. I, I, I'm kind of stoked for that game. Because I, I feel like like the, the the character you're playing as has like a lot of personality. He reminds me of um, Jason Statham from like any of the movies Jason Statham is in. Where he's just like that guy. And it's like, yeah, I want to play as Jason Statham but in Warhammer. Who wouldn't want to do that? That sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I got the trailer up here. And it's like, there's a lot of personality here. But it's one of these things, too, where I feel like if you don't know what Warhammer is, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, they're, they're referencing that deep lore cut that I love. It's more like, what if everything was cool looking? You go, yeah. Warhammer is kind of funny that way. Like, That's the I sales like pitch. It, you, you look at it once and go, oh, what is that? Yeah, it, it's got such an aesthetic and a mood to it. But then, like, when you learn about it... It's like, okay, this is dumb as shit, I love it, or this is dumb as shit, I hate it. Like, Yeah, there, there's kind of a stickiness factor. It, it can also be repulsive. <laughs> it's so edgy. And it's, like, comedically so. Like, it, it's parody and satire of itself as it pushes itself more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually... So I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit, um... The, uh, that so I, I mentioned the other day that I went to a game shop for some paints, and this oh, wasn't yeah, the yeah. the Games Workshop. It was like a local shop, and their uh their Warhammer section like it's not the whole store. You know they do other things there, a lot of magic and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because this group, uh, like the the store employees, but also the people that shop there, um, they're always pushing Infinity over Warhammer because it's like it's too hard for them to set up Warhammer games. Have you heard of Infinity? I have not. Um, let me f- find it. Uh, there it is. So it's like um that's not it. It's a it's a tabletop game. It's not quite Warhammer. Like it's smaller scale like your your team is 10 guys or something. I kind of like that though. It just feels so manageable, and well, that, I know like Warhammer is like it's a it's a visual thing, right? Like these five guys are actually one guy, but it's still like you look at it and you're like, that's a lot. Well, yeah, and and one of the things that they point out is that like the reason that they can get Infinity Games working is because they sell like a starter box where it's complete. Oh, nice! It, it's like you know, here's a box, and it's like eighty dollars, and it's all ten guys that you need to play a game. And it's not like a small baby demo game. It's like, no, that's pretty much a full team. And then you can buy like more specific guys if you want to tweak your team more. Or just collect more because they're neat. But if you don't, there's not like a required extra investment to that. And it's like, they... I feel like Warhammer needs something like this. Where there's like a complete box. Where it's like, just buy this one and you can play. Because it's like, well, it's such a thing. They kind of have those... <laughs> They have those to a point where, like, the like you get, like, the strike team boxes, but they're really expensive. They only come with, like, maybe 20 models or 22 or whatever, so you can, like, play with somebody else. Like, they're, they're kind of compact. They don't come with any real meaningful terrain or anything. Like, there's just, there's not a lot there. They're really expensive. And then, I don't even know if they come with, like, the playbooks anymore. 
Yeah, and that's another thing. Infinity, the rules are free on the site. They're like, hey, we're not stupid, and we know you guys are just going to download a PDF somewhere, so just here's the full rule book. And it's yeah, like, that's what's fucked up about Warhammer. It's like, oh, this is cool. I want to play this. And it's like, okay, you have to spend $20 on the book to learn your character stats. It's like, no, I'm going to pirate the shit out of that. Fuck you guys. Yeah, you actually need like three books. There's like a core rule book and then your army book, but there might be an add-on book. And it's like, that's that's a big ask. Yeah. Um, For anybody. I it, it, Even the people that are like way into it complain that it's like, that's a little bit much. And everybody has their own threshold where, like, they stop giving Games Workshop money. <laughs> it's like you either, yeah, yeah, here's how you make terrain at home. I, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm going to let you download a copy of my book. Here you go. Um, but so, like, Infinity, the the guys at the local shop, they, they've been talking about this forever. And it's just, oh, come on, you, you, should, you should grab an Infinity box. We're going to play next weekend, that kind of a thing. And it's like, I get the appeal, but it's like nothing grabs my eye so much. And it's it's like uh, everything kind of has the same anime sci-fi aesthetic to it. Um, Did I send you the website? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to like navigate it and look at it's the not, models. <laughs> yeah, it's a little weird. The, the, the website kind of sucks, uh, which is its first problem. Like it's really hard to, okay, factions. But then, like, I just want, I don't know, like, it's, like, more about this. Here's one model, and you click on that, and I have to, like, scroll or whatever. I don't know. It's just set up really weird. Yeah, um, they, the, maybe it's a little better if you go to the store and actually, like, look at the boxes. You can get a better view of them. Um, but it's, like, here's a little man with a hammer, and he's got, like, an anime helmet on and a jacket. And it's, like, okay, whatever. I don't know what team he's on, but then it's like, I'll pick a different faction and it's like the same exact art style. And they're like, the world is like earth in the future. So there's like a European faction and then like an Asia faction and like a middle Eastern faction. And it's not a, not that everything has to like reinvent the wheel, but it just feels like some of the stuff is almost too familiar or too safe. They're not, like the models are fine, but they're also like you said they're kind of safe. There's they're pretty much all humans and like different kinds of armor. Um, I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't be like excited to paint them. Like I'm looking at them and it's like a couple of them are pretty cool. Like that's that's a neat, neat aesthetic. But a lot of them just like, I don't know. Like when I when I bought my first set of uh of Warhammer figures, like I was like jazzed to put those fuckers together. Yeah. And some of these. Some of these, yes. A lot of them, no. But even then, didn't you have trouble like picking your first one? It's like you get torn between three or four different armies before you buy yeah. your first one. They're so they're so just like different and all, but they're all edgy in the same way. So like they they're cohesive, but there's so much personality in them. And you have like, oh, do I want like the dead droopy figures that are like, you know, fucked up and made out of weird flesh monsters, or do I want? The space marines with their crazy skulls on their shoulders and shin guards, right? Like, I don't, like there's just, there's so much more detail to the Warhammer figures. I mean, they're really like the Rolls Royce of miniatures. Like, you get what you pay for out of them to a point. Like, I think some of them are overpriced, but these are, these feel like, I don't know, it's like going from Image Comics to Top Cow. Like, it's a step down. It is, it, this is the Top Cow 
of tabletop games. Um, but at the same time, like it's a cohesive package that comes with rules. The startup, there's you know, the cost is probably a lot less. Like at a certain point, if you're actually in this to play and get like that certain feel out of it, it's probably a good way to go. Yeah, but there's also like a um. Oh, see, this one has a little more personality. I wonder why that's not on the website. Maybe it's too much. They're these like they look like cyborg cheerleaders. Uh, I'll send you the link here. Okay, but they have like skirts over their combat armor, and it's like, oh, I don't think I've seen that before. Oh yeah, that is kind of cool. I didn't realize I didn't I didn't see this at like. At all on their website. This so, is definitely yeah. I'm on got, the store like, page, and there's shit. like more interesting ones here. Um, At the same time, uh, it's also it. kind of like a little too much for me. Like I wouldn't want to display like my weird anime miniatures that I spent a lot of time painting. Well, yeah, there's like a couple um, like interesting mechs where it's like I wouldn't mind one of these on my shelf, but it's like here's. Here's my little army men toys that I play with. I feel like Warhammer gets a pass because it earned it. Yeah. But they're also like, all the designs are so like striking where it's Here's like, oh, what too, is that? There's a lot of human faces. I don't think most of the faces look that good. And Warhammer suffers from that to a point too, where like, it's just hard to make a realistic human face because when you do it wrong, we're just recognized like our culturally, we, we understand human faces because we have to. And so when we see one that's a little weird, we're like, oh, man, that guy's eyes are too far apart or like that just doesn't look right. And I think a lot of these suffer from that, where there's just something a little off about them. They look they look cheap. Yeah. See, I like the helmet guys. Yeah. Um, I can't find the one I was looking at the other day, but there's like these cool knights where it's like, oh, maybe maybe I could get that box. Um, cause they seem to have a little more personality. This is one of the other knights, but it's like they have a helmet with a cross on it. Oh, that's cool. And it's got like a medieval knight style, but it's clearly sci-fi still. Honestly, like this is a cool aesthetic, right? Like, yeah, super medieval knight, but at the same time, he's got a laser sword and a, and like a, a laser pistol. Yeah. Like, that's cool. I like that a lot. But, but it's also kind of funny because it's like I'm looking at the set and it's like, oh, I could just use my Grey Knight paints from my Warhammer army and just like translate them sure. into infinity and it'd be the same thing. It's like it's this weird kind of like it's still I don't think it's standing on its own as much. At this, I don't know, like like you got laser knights, like I think is an idea I don't see very often. Like, I'm like it's just sort of a no brainer. Like, how come I haven't seen these classical knights with tabards and the religious symbols, but with fucking crazy like laser bazookas and, and rocket launchers and stuff um so one of my writing group the other day mentioned like cyborg ninjas or like steampunk ninjas and it's like oh my god how come there are no steampunk ninjas well there i mean do you mean it all or do you mean like enough enough like i know like someone's exist like you know if i went to deviant art and typed in steampunk ninja i would definitely get results but like well, it was, like, it's not something I've really seen. That's all of, like, that's what Thief 2 was. Oh, really? Yeah. Me. Now, see, I, I was also trying to read up on the lore, because one thing I like with Warhammer, like you said, the more you get into it, it either, like, sucks you in or doesn't. Yeah. And it's like, I, I feel like, oh, here's this interesting-looking dude, but then you read into it and find out, like, how fucked up his backstory is, or how, like, oh, he has to... 
uh, sacrifice 10 people every year for the Amazon or whatever, whatever bullshit, whatever's going on. Um, or he prays and then the sun sets the planet on fire. Well, it's crazy. And so it's like, okay, I wonder what, like maybe infinity has something going on. Cause it's actually been around for a little while. So I was like, okay, what's the, what's the lore? And I'm trying to read the fluff on the website and it's just so plain. <laughs> it's like oh, it's in nice. the future, um, there's, there's AI and the AI helps everyone like run everything, but not everybody likes it. So there's like an evil AI also. And so there's like the good AI and then there's a bad AI and those are two armies. And uh. it's like, that's a little thin, but I love the concept of AI. You know, like I like, uh, I like the AI role on space station 13 and I like, yeah, 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 I like characters that have completely different bodies but have to interact with normal people because I find those interactions interesting. And it's like, oh, I wonder what kind of characters there are. And so I look up the AI army and it's like, eh, eh. like some of them don't even look like robots. They're just kind of people that support the AI. And it's like, I don't, I'm not one over. <laughs> I do think like the way these armies look. They might take to weird color schemes really well. Like this AI army you sent me, I I actually really like the look of these guys. Like they have a very neat aesthetic, especially like some of them with the weird like legs and arms that almost look like they're made out of uh like scales or something. You and know, it's like I forgot to look I like up. The, Let me see. I like the lab coats, like the this this look that their official look looks good. Like this works with the the white and the light purple. Thumbs up. Uh, obviously a really good color scheme but it's like you know you could do i feel like you could do a lot of color schemes with this especially if you got really fucking weird with metallics like if you want to do some gold on these i think that would look really cool um maybe like blue would look really nice like a dark blue is like your base and then building off of that like i, I don't know there's certain times i've seen models and i'm just like i want to paint those like necrons right like necrons you can fucking put like any kind of paint on and make them look good and then there are other models where it's like, well, the orcs have to be green because they're orcs, and it, it's a little more limiting. And so I feel like I feel like some of these models I've looked at from these guys, like, no, I think you could you could have some fun with these, and it make them look cohesive. Yeah, so I'm looking at the uh, there's a subreddit for this game, and it's Infinity the game. That's easy to find. I hate how generic the name is. If you look up Infinity, it's like, do you mean Disney Infinity? That shut down four years ago. And it's like, no, I'm looking for the current one. Uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm on the subreddit here, and there's actually some pretty good paint jobs that look better than the store pictures. And it's funny too, because like this person went like really all out on the base, which helps a lot. Yeah, yeah, that that blue looks really good, and the tan. That's a good, that's a good, uh, good, well done model. Yeah, these and aren't I, all winners, but I'm I'm just scrolling really quickly and finding some very interesting pieces. They're decently detailed too. Like he's got like a really cool combat knife on his boot that has. It looks like a lot. Like the hilt has like detailing on it that had to be painted. They're not like shitty models by any means. No, I I've heard the quality is really good. I've actually seen some like painted ones at the store. Uh. They're good models. I just don't know that the designs are all winners. Um, I actually yeah. like how the robots look. Like, there's little, like, quadruped robots or weird little 
um, like self-driving motorcycle robots. And it's like, oh, those are interesting concepts, but then I don't see them a lot. Like I, I tried looking up a battle report on YouTube because I like to watch Warhammer games. So it's like, oh, I bet there's the infinity ones and there's not a lot. <laughs> and the people that play like aren't as professional as these people that have been doing like Warhammer for years. Yeah. I've seen um the one channel I watched Midwinter Minis, he does some Warhammer reports. And what always like kind of impresses me is just like how well done the videos are cuz I can see where all the cuts are, right? Like I can like I can visually watch this and be like holy shit, they spent a lot of time putting this video together to make it like interesting to watch but also not a slog and then also just look nice like oh yeah i don't have time for that shit man like i i I can see the work that went into that and be like that's a lot of hours i can't find it oh okay here's the set that caught my eye i think this is coming sin um but these are uh it's the the medieval knight themed guys they're just kind of like new models and characters coming out a couple of these have more personality to them. So I kind of wonder if they've been like, you know, maybe some of these ones I'm complaining about have just been around for, you know, the length of the game. And maybe just, oh, every time they release a new one, it gets a little better. Yeah, I think these look pretty good. They're still not like the best things ever, but they're cool. I think the top three look really good. And the real problem is like whoever painted the swords did a super lazy job. Yeah, I'm not even sure what's going on. Are those supposed to be, like, laser swords? Because that one seems to be glowing, and then that one's not glowing, but they're the same color. Yeah, like, they look super flat. They're like, oh, I'll just do, like, a really basic-ass gradient and pretend it's a laser sword. It's like, no, 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 no. You need to get an airbrush out here, motherfucker. Like, you're being paid to paint these to sell them. Like, you you can do better. I kind of, like, there's a guy um, on the bottom right. Where he's got like a sword and a gun and his cape blowing heroically. And it's like, it's simple compared to some of the stuff, but it's like just right. I feel like he's a little boring though. Like, I like the top three a lot. Yeah. Well, I like the and lady like, with the hood over her helmet. Yeah, she looks great. She might be my favorite. I like the big mech guy, but he's kind of the big one, so he should look good. Yeah. But even then, like, I feel like their colors, I like the gradients on them. Like, you could definitely get that shiny metallic out of it. Like, they did a good job there. The gun, his gun should be more interesting. Like, it feels like it's a very flat gray. Like, it's like, come on, we could put another color here somewhere. Yeah. I'm yawning looking at these. And it's one of those, I watch enough Warhammer videos, and they try, like, so hard to inject personality into the weapons because they're all carrying weapons, like... How their weapons look says a lot about the army and in the in the character, right? Like, and I feel like these are just like, oh, we'll just we'll phone in on the weapons because they're just weapons, like they're all gray because they're all guns. And it's like, no, 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 that's not how that works. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking at some of these Reddit things again, and it's interesting the the models don't necessarily highlight certain details. So if you just like apply paint over it, then it'll look fine. But when you really bring your own details to it, it can bring out such interesting character, especially from a distance. You kind of want to think he's cool from varying scales. Yeah. Like if you step back and he still looks cool, that means you did it right. A couple of these, too, I think I think they must be ordering like custom heads and having them replaced 
because some of these faces look better and it's like I don't think that's just a paint job I think they I think they sculpted or 3D printed something else that's funny um it's like the hair is like modeled different yeah but it's a uh, I don't know I was just I wanted to show you this because I, I was curious if I was just being like a Debbie Downer about it um because like everybody that plays it seems to think the game is really fun that's good but it's like I have trouble thinking like I want to get into it and give it a try because sure. nothing I've seen about it like it I think the the thing with Warhammer that first really caught my eye was when I saw like a table of Terranids and it's like oh look at that it's like alien but like all of them yeah and, and, and my imagination went crazy and that led to the next thing and led to the next thing and it was all cool and with this, it's kind of like, oh, it's some kind of an anime robot. And then there's like a, oh, there's like a Japanese one. And then there's like a night one. Okay. And then that's a, there's a green Japanese one also. Okay. And like, that's like the problem, right? Like these, when it comes to these tabletop games, there's really two components. There's the mechanics of the game itself, but then how do the models look? Because you're going to be sinking a lot of money and time into them. And that has to be worth it. And so you can design this really amazing game, but if you don't sell, like, models that are worth buying and spending time painting to look good, you just, you, you, you failed, like, almost the most important part. Like, the, the, it, and it sucks, because if the gameplay is really good, I could technically download these PDFs and just use my Warhammer models and play this game, right? You actually could. <laughs> I, I mean, we talked about, like, poor hammer before, but it's, like, this is a whole new level where you can legally get the rules and just, that's enough. Oh, that's a lovely picture. Thank you. So I sent I sent Cameron a picture of um uh, of Twilight Sparkle with an orc, and they're fighting off Tyranids. And it's it looks very MS Painty. And it's a picture I made uh, for the MLP Warhammer fanfic I am writing. <laughs> I love it, though. It looks oh, like they're I'm gonna. They're, I think they're gonna be okay if they work together. Yeah, like, oh my god, is this the power of friendship, Cameron? I'm, I am no joke. Over five thousand words into this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I I explained this to you at some point, right? Yes. Okay, I and I, I can't remember if I did it on the show, um, but the 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 quick gist is that. There's a friendship problem, and, and it's going to take... It's oh, like the whole map is flashing, and there's a huge friendship problem. And Twilight hasn't slept in like six days. She's trying to figure it out. So she casts a spell to try and find the friendship problem. And they all get teleported to a Warhammer world where orcs are fighting Tyranids. And they have to team up with the orcs to kill the Tyranids. And that's the friendship problem, because the orc clans don't like each other. And uh, it's something that I... It, it was just a stupid idea I had, like a handful of weeks ago and then i hit a point where like i wanted to write something but i didn't want to write anything difficult or sad which is all i've been writing recently is difficult sad things and i was like you know what i'm gonna do is this won't take that long probably be like a thousand words two thousand words uh turns out i was wrong um but i've been having a lot of fun with it and it's super stupid and and writing orcs is really fun and and that's kind of where i'm at so like Right now, Fluttershy's off with to go kill some gene stealers with some other orcs, but she's gonna try to make friends with them first because I feel like the real thing like that people get wrong with with fan fiction is they stray too far from the roots. Like, it's sort of like, hey, what if these characters but this? 
But if you decide to make everything super grimdark and Twilight's only crying the entire, you know, story, like, she's that's not Twilight. She doesn't do that. That's You're doing it wrong. And so, like, the whole point is, like, no, 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 like, she's got to give a friendship speech. It has to have, like, the structure of an episode. It They need to talk like how the characters fucking talk. Um, I didn't realize I had so many opinions on fanfiction, but I do. And people do it wrong. A lot of people do it really, really wrong. That's upsetting. Stop it. No, don't. It's funny. I was on um, uh, filmfiction.net, which is where I plan on posting this, and I was like, I typed in Warhammer to see what other people wrote, and I was really surprised at, like, for one thing, the length of some of these, because there's a handful that are like, oh, there's like 4,000 words, 5,000 words, so that makes sense. And then there's some that are like, this is like 70,000 words, this one's 130,000 words. And it's like, you, mu- you fucking wrote like a thick-ass novel, like, holy shit. And then, like, the first tag is, like, Warhammer, and then the second tag is, like, dark and then sad and then action. And it's like, <laughs> the, that's not what this show is. Like, that's what Warhammer is, but that's not what My Little Pony is. And I feel like that's the hook of this site. That's why everybody's here. You're 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 doing it wrong. Um, and so I'm trying to do it right. But also, there's a certain, like, that fine line of irony, right? Like, is, am I doing this because I... It, it would be fun and stupid, or am I doing this because I want it to be good? And I'm trying... I want I want to hit that balance. Like, I don't want to put so much work into this to the point where, like, it was a total waste of time, but I also want it to be, like, readable, which a lot of fan fiction is not. Yeah, that's a fun balance to tackle, though, isn't it? Yeah, so far, like, I have the bulk of it planned out and finished. So I'm like, okay, I should be able to wrap this up in another 5,000 words. Like, it is definitely going to be long, but I want Act 2 to kind of go on a bit because I have all the characters here and I want to give them a little bit of a chance to shine because while I have my preferences, I also do like all the characters to some capacity and don't want to screw them over. Like, Fluttershy, I don't like Fluttershy at all, but I want her to go kill some gene stealers with some orcs and then also use her, like, Stairmaster ability to, like, Mind control some fucking Tyranids, because that's cool. And also, I can bring that into Act 3, right? Like, so there's plot reasons, but, I'll, you know, that makes sense. Um, I want Rarity and Applejack, who the orcs think are, like, snotlings, because they don't match the color scheme that they understand. Like, oh, they're just beige and white. You guys must be the low tier. Like, you, you gotta go me- go to the mess hall and, like, cook our food. And, like, so there's a shitload of slapstick I can do there. Um, you know, so I'm trying to, like, think about it that way. Like, you know, very, like, sitcom, you know, not sitcom, but, you know, structurally, like, there's reasons for what I'm doing. Because I understand storytelling. It's weird when you when you actually understand how words work, how you can bring that to silly hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> I And it's... Well, it's like, there's a lot of interesting little, like, video essays on YouTube where it's like, you can tell who's just, like, a fan that wants to talk because they're excited and then who actually knows what they're talking about, but they're applying, like, the script logic to a Dexter's Lab episode, and it's like, oh, you know, you can actually appreciate it when you think about it that way. Yeah. It, it worked out really well, because all the ponies are just, like, you know, they're different colors, right? But the orc clans are also different colors, so they're very, uh, they're a color-focused group, and I can all... It was immediate, like, oh, I can make this work. The orcs don't like each other because they are different colors, which is stupid, but that's why they roll. And it's like, Twilight's like, this is a friendship problem. If we make them be friends, we can stop the bugs. And all of a sudden, you have a quintessential My Little Pony, you know, story arc. 
Oh yeah. No, that literally is classified. Um, there's like two categories of My Little Pony episodes. I like, uh, there, there was a picture I saw on the, uh, Warcraft Reddit, um, where like the, the, somebody's, uh, somebody's orc friend was upset that, uh, like space marines always get all the love and they haven't gotten new orc models in forever. And, um, right now the orc med is kind of hurting because the, the rules have like a lot more splash damage. So horde armies aren't doing that great. But then they pointed out that Space Marines are blue, and blue's a lucky color. And he's like, that means I'm right all along. Ah. Uh, and it's like, yeah, you got to take the little victories. The one thing I'm doing that I, I, I somewhat, I'm hoping I fix in editing, but, like, my biggest complaint with the MLP episodes, is, especially the later ones, is like, oh, here's our plot. We have to make one character really stupid to advance the plot. And I'm kind of doing that where, like, Twilight's really sleep-deprived. And so she's making really dumb decisions or and just getting obsessed with stuff, right? Like, right. like, oh, there's warp magic. I'm the I'm good at magic. I want to learn about warp magic. You know, like, she's just going through the motions and, and, like, really letting, you know, she's not stressing about any of this as, like, there's a literal war going on against giant green monsters and even bigger bugs. Um, and it's a little out of character, and I hate that I'm doing that, but it also kind of needs to happen to make the story work and i have i have a somewhat of a plot reason for it but i might have to back off and, and as i as i you know look at it once it's done i'm not entirely sure yet yeah it, it's also a thing where sometimes when you do fan fiction part of the conceit is that like everyone's here for the meetup so you have to make sure you play the characters to meet up as much as possible Mm-hmm. And the more natural it feels, the better. But that's not necessarily a requirement, I guess. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely like, I mean, even the show doesn't give that much of a shit about some of that, right? Like, I swear to God, there's some episodes are so frustrating. It's like that character is not that fucking stupid. What what is wrong with you? Um, and in this case, it's definitely Twilight, but it has to be because she's literally the strongest of all of them because she can cast spells and just destroy shit if she wanted to. So if I, I have to, like, knock her down a couple pegs so everyone else has to struggle. Like, otherwise she could just, like, oh, I could probably throw up a really good shield and we could figure this out or whatever. It's like, well, if she's really sleep-deprived and think, like, her magic bucket that sent him there because she cast her spell in a bucket, because I thought that would be funny. And and so she's carrying around this bucket like it's a teddy bear, and, it, and it's just like, no, we have to find the friendship problem. The bucket says so. And and so at least it's established like within page one that this is this is the Twilight we're operating with, and yeah. we're just stuck with her. But I mean, there's also some episodes of the show where I feel like she's out of character more than that. Mm-hmm. I so still we'll, think, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I still think one of my favorites is that one where she got like a message from the future, and then she obsessed over preventing whatever dark future happened, and ended up making her own day bad. Oh yeah, that there was like that was the uh. Escape from Ponyville shirt because like she started looking like uh, Snake Plissken by the end of that episode. Yes. Well, also, I mean, like the 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 intro part too. Like when she travels back in time, the that was the Metal Gear Solid Two opening when Snake decloaks. Yeah. Like there was like a few like weird references crammed into that one episode for no reason. That's back when the show was good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well. Mm. Oh, I have such complicated emotions about that show. 
I don't. It's a cartoon, and I can treat it as such. I I mean, yeah, but still, like, <laughs> when you're like, oh, man, season six had really shit writing. It's it's a cartoon, but, man, like, the characters are not written well, and everybody's arc's been established and finished, and they're just going through the motions. What if Rarity owns, like, four boutiques and is actually the richest pony in Ponyville because she owns dress shops and the biggest cities in this country and has you know like that that costs a lot of money she's got fucking like pop stars buying her clothes like fuck like you could do more fun stuff with that than oh you know she doesn't hang out with sweetie bell enough like fuck that who gives a shit how does she afford to pay rent i wish they did one of those like emotional uh like one of the characters should be moving away and it's like it'll be pinkie pie or something and it's like that everyone has to say their goodbyes or something, but then like the gag at the end is that it was like it was like two blocks down, <laughs> and she didn't like explain that well enough or something. But I, it's like I feel like with Pinkie Pie you would see that joke coming, but then no one else is like stupid enough for that misunderstanding to work out. <laughs> yeah, you could maybe do that with Fluttershy. Like she's moved to a different part of the forest that has like a bigger grove to host all her. Dumb, gross animals. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, tabletop games. Oh, that's right. No, we were talking about your story. Fan fiction is fun. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. I have, I have an interesting relationship with fan fiction. I actually feel like I own fanfic, I owe fanfic writers like an apology. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I snorted upon them with so much derision. And then I got to a point where I'm like, God, I'm depressed. I don't want to write something stupid and easy. And I'm having like a fuckload of fun with this like no lie like i was excited to get home and work on this story because i had ideas and i had to execute them and they were all dumb and it's been great i still don't understand the people that are like you know what i'm gonna do is write a two hundred thousand word piece of fan fiction because you could do so much better things with your time or your writing abilities like you could write a thing you own and try to send it to agents at publishing houses and like maybe be actually published and and not use characters you because let's face it by that point you're not writing the characters the way they're intended to be written anyways you're just fucking them up like i it has its place it so does and i appreciate it there's fun stuff there but also if you're gonna put that much work into a thing it's so easy to come up with your own story ideas like there i just ask yourself a what if question it's not that hard well, I like, uh, you wrote a short story based on some, like, a Space Station 13 adventure we had. Yeah. And you just, like, you changed as many nouns as possible. And, like, you, you structured it in a way where it's like, well, here's my story. And you set up the world a little bit. And then zany stuff happened. And it went somewhere. But you know that it was literally a round of Space Station 13. Yes, you, you can do that if you're inspired by you know the idea of um of a, a sweet ponies meeting Warhammer figures. I feel like the joke there hinges on the IP, but in the sense of like actual uh, inspiration, don't be afraid to write your own characters. <laughs> right, right. That's not the best example because that's that was the point. But um, but oh, you you saw that Jenny Nicholson on the. Uh, um, what's those movies where crime is legal? Oh, uh, 
Why don't I know the name of um right? I was on tip my tongue and it left. God damn it. The purge. The purge. There was a there's a fucking Rick and Morty episode about it. Yeah, they well I mean, everyone knows what the purge is. Um but Jenny Nicholson did an episode where she read like it was One Direction and Purge crossover fanfics. And there's like dozens of them. She had to hand pick the five that she felt like reading. And it's like why is that a genre? Like that's such a specific genre. Most of them are written in the way where it's like, okay, clearly this little girl like has a crush on one direction and likes this weird, like a, she has like a kidnapping fantasy. So it works out and it's like wish fulfillment kind of a thing. Yeah. But if you have a story that specific, I feel like you could write your own version of it. You know what I mean? You know what we should do is um, uh, purge fan fiction, but instead of One Direction, we do BTS because that's what all the kids like now, and we can cash it on that sweet, sweet little girl money. But do they like Purge still? The little girls still like the Purge. I don't know. They like Annabelle recreation. I don't know what they like. Do they like? I bet they like candy and vans with dark windows. Oh man! So man. That's one of those things where if I had a van, I think it would be funny to have free candy painted on the side as a joke. Mm-hmm. But then it's also one of those things where you don't want to own that van. You know, I feel like if I had a van, I would want to paint like a really cool wizard on it. But then cops would pull me over because they would think I had all the drugs. Oh, you know, I want that like airbrush style, but it'll be like a balding accountant in a cubicle. Oh, that'd be great. But it's the exact same, like, aesthetic. Yeah. Like, he'll, he'll still, like, he'll have the same, like, commanding, like, presence of a wizard. Just he'll be, like, typing one-handed while he, like, holds his coffee. Like yeah. a crystal ball, but it's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, like, Fuck staring. Yeah. He's, like, looking at you in the eyes while he's typing. <laughs> and it's, like, Here's the thing. poorly lit cubicle. I don't have great depth perception. I hate driving big cars because I can't tell where I am on the road. So I will never own or drive a van that big. But I, I appreciate the aesthetic of the weird hippie van. And the, the ability to, like, you know, move things that are heavy. Yeah, you know, that comes up once in a while. And it's like, man, I'm glad I have this truck. And every time you have trouble parking, it's like, this isn't worth it. Except that one time you had to move a couch, and I was like, man, thank goodness I had this truck. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So anyways, that was our Infinity episode. Um. Yeah, this was this is weirdly stupid, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. You because know, you're oh, my friend. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about the rules. They, I actually do see how they're fun. Um, Because, I, I mean, like, the rules are free, so I've been reading the book. And it's like, I feel like it's a little more accessible. Uh, I like with Warhammer, there's like phases that are broken down. So there's like a movement phase and then a shooting phase and then a melee phase. Um, except there's more than that too. But with this, it's like things are so flexible and they all happen at once. So like within your, your unit's turn, you can spend like a couple, uh, a couple actions running or you can spend like one action running and the other action shooting. But it'll like happen at the same time, so oh, that's kind of so like technically you could you could have like an action movie sequence where you have to like cross a hallway and so you like you shoot down the hallway as you're running along to get to the other side of the doorway, 
but the the guys at the end of the hallway are also shooting at you. And it's like there's something about that that's a little more satisfying than you have to stand out in the open and get shot at and then get behind a wall. Which is kind of my problem sure. with turn-based games sometimes is that it it breaks up the action too much. So the the conflict resolution is actually kind of like engaging where it's like, oh, that's a slight tweak that, that I, I can see why people like this. So I'm still thinking about it. Yeah, like, I don't know. I'm willing to do whatever. Like, I, when we play, when we meet up at some point, uh, we, sh- we should try to play a game of some kind, whether it's Warhammer or this. I don't, like, care. Uno. Magic the Gathering. I don't want to play Uno. We'll play Uno. Um, no, Uno's dumb. Yeah. I don't know the rules, and it goes on forever. <laughs> that game was emotional. You weren't even there, man. It was rough. <laughs> Joe told me about that one, and it sounded extremely rough, and I'm surprised y'all stuck it out. Man, at the end, like, me and Tim were both, like, crying and hugging. Like, <laughs> like it was, like, it was this weird thing where it's, like, it's finally over, and we had to, like, grab each other emotionally. So, do you know what Tim looks like? No. So, Tim, I'm, I'm surprised Tim puts up with our bullshit, just, like, he, he's he's a big dude, he's kind of wide, he's tall, he, uh, he looks like he belongs in, like, a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. He's obviously, you've heard his voice. It's very deep. And, like, he's just, like, this rugged individual. Um, but also, his, like, computer is so much better than mine and probably yours. Like, he's got this expensive, like, powerful beast of a gaming computer. And he's just, like, into games. And it, it's so weird when we were, like, at that anime world, like, playing with avatars and trying to find the best cute anime girl and he's just like there and it's like i've met you <laughs> you don't belong here you have to you have to save us with your masculinity i like how like i do all this like cringy stuff that i expose you to and you're not like shocked or confused by it at all you're just like that's cameron pretty much uh we have fun we do we're, we're busting gender norms and stomping things that need to be stomped um hi richard how are you doing uh, hi richard do you, do you want to go to the game shop and get infinities you should come on the podcast again richard he wants to he, he i think like this is the worst time of day for him to bother one of these days we'll make it work again but i don't know first how about a glad space did you want to go sure um, the other day on the comics podcast, I had a really good joke where I said, I didn't quite screw the pooch, but I did gently molest the dog, and I'm very happy with that joke. <laughs> that's delightful. And no one else was, okay, that's actually not my glad space, but I did remember that, and it does make me laugh, because I think that's a good, <laughs> clever turn of phrase. Um, I'm drinking, like, one of those sparkling water things right now, and I think it's a bubbly brand, but it does. it just says Waterloo on the can, but it's black cherry, and it's got no sugar or... It's only naturally flavored. It's got no calories, and uh, it's really good. I, I'm sorry. I'm still hung up on your dog joke. That was that. That might be my glad space. The dog joke is better than like black cherry flavored sparkling water because no, I'm old. No, I like I I like sparkling water. I like flavored sparkling waters. I don't like black cherry. Really. I used to, and I kind of grew it's out of it. It's always my favorite Kool-Aid. It's just, it's strange to me because I love berry stuff, and I love cherries, 
but black cherry flavor just always rubs me the wrong way, and I can't pinpoint why. Hmm. I love you, Blackberry, much. Okay. No, nothing? Okay. Tried. Oh, uh, Renoki's messaging me. He says, hey, are you busy? Um, yes, I am recording a podcast right now. Almost done. Um, stop bothering me. The caps lock is not a mistake. I hate ah. you. Here we are. Hey, hey, his real name is Anthony. He's like 34, and both those things are weird, and also I'm still going to call him Renoki. His name's Anthony? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> hi, hi, Anthony. I fucking asked him that the last time we played together. I've never asked he him his me. name. Why, why would you ask someone their name? Because we played together all the time, and I wanted to stop calling him fucking Renoki. Oh. Then I realized I, I preferred that over Anthony. Oh, that's mean. Don't say that. I mean, I didn't say that to him. I'm saying that to you. He doesn't listen to this show. Yes, he does. Does he? Yes, that's why I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Hi, Renoki. So Renoki, you can change your name legally. We all have that option. I have no business making fun of your name. My name is Chad. <laughs> so, uh, my glad space, have you ever played Oblivion? No. It's one of those PC games. where I games. go every night when I sleep. It's one of those uh, those Elder Scroll PC games where, like, they, I think they were getting better at 3D, but they weren't necessarily getting better at, like, acting. It's like, mm -hmm. that's when video games were voiced by people in the office. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> this is this is kind of this weird long story, so I want to present it to you the right way. But, like, in the 80s, this guy put together a public access show designed to teach English as a second language. And he does these skits where he'll explain words, but then they'll do a skit to demonstrate here's how you would use the word in a sentence. So it's like, I'm grocery shopping. Oh, are you grocery shopping? What are you buying? I'm going to buy an apple. The problem is, and going back to your earlier story, the delivery is so inhuman, I feel like you don't learn the language. Oh. Somebody found all these tapes, and they overlaid the, like, Elder Scrolls Oblivion UI and the soundtrack. <laughs> and it's just a live stream that loops 24-7. That's great. So it's called Oblivion NPC Dialogue, if you look this up on YouTube. That is a super Cameron Gladspace, too, if I'm being honest. I just, I'll have this on in the background while I'm working, and it's kind of calming. Oh my god. Here's a fresh one. This, so he's, this he's is walking into a room. amazing. <laughs> oh my fucking god. So the bizarre part... Oh, that's not the bizarre part. Well, uh, no, I mean, I want to describe this to listeners. Um, I'll play a clip here so you hear it. But the recurring theme is that the conversations are not conversations you would ever say. So it's like the guy will come in and he'll say, "Like, why are you sitting like that?" And he's like sitting in the chair backwards for some reason. And it's like I'm sitting in my chair. Yes, but why are you sitting like that? I always sit in my chair like this. 
Did you sit in your chair like that yesterday? Yes, I always sit in my chair like this. He's like, what in the world? Who wrote this? Like, this was the script. To explain something to someone. My favorite, and this, it's almost always the same, like, background town music. But my favorite was, like, it had, like, action. It was a fight music going on, right? And he came Mm -hmm. running out of his house, waving his arms around. And then he just stops and puts his arms by his side. And it was literally, like, NPC behavior. Oh, my God. And the guy says, like, what's wrong? Why are you fleeing? I am fleeing my house. What is wrong with your house? There is a man in there. He is drunk, and he is hitting everything. He broke my lamp. Is there anyone else in the house? No. Does anyone else (laughs) live in the house? Yes. My wife lives there, but she fled my house also. And then he puts his arms up and runs away. And it's like, oh, this is a side quest where I go fight the drunk. But then it turns out he's actually the town wizard or something. It's like... It's so weird. You guys have to watch this. I Oblivion NPC dialogue. You gotta look it up. It's uh, <laughs> you can leave it on in the background or just watch two seconds of it to get the charm. No, it, it is just the little bit I listen to is like I have to share this with people. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he also has like oh. a few clips on the channel, so if you're looking for a specific one, you might be able to find it, but. It's kind of just fun to leave. Oh, see, now the kids are fighting. Do you see it? Oh, no, I closed it. it. Uh, Admittedly, the joke kind of wears thin after, like, 40 seconds. You get it, but this one has, like, special effects and stuff. Oh, God. One of them shot lightning. It's like a weird scripted fight that that isn't, like, synced together correctly. (laughs) What the fuck is this weird shit? But you missed it. One of them cast lightning bolt. That's great. It's like, oh, wow. So anyways, that's my glad space. I'm glad you could uh, appreciate that for what it is. 43 letters? What? 43 letters in a mailbox? Yeah. I don't I don't know how any of these are written. They're also inhuman. <laughs> the fuck is this weird shit? Man, I just closed it. Do I have to reopen it again? No, no, no. So I want to I want to follow up before we're over. So I'm in a I'm in a writing group, and then there's like a subset of the writing group where there's four of us, and uh, we say and do stupid weird shit. This everything when you send me weird stuff, this is who I forward it to. Um, and one person's like, "Hey, I'm, is it okay if I invite someone I know to this? She writes and 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 she's all right." Uh, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, okay. I don't care. I don't know who that is, but just so you know, I won't stop sending weird shit just because a stranger shows up, and that says more about you than me because you're introducing her to people you talk to that are weird. And uh, and now he's like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, I made a compelling argument. No, I think he did. Um, I think that's all I have. I'm trying. I'm scrolling up to see the last weird thing I sent, but we've been talking a lot about actual writing, which is kind of boring. Uh, how dare we? How dare we? I think the last thing I found was uh, that picture of Judy Hopps you sent me, where she or no, wasn't Judy? It was a. Uh, well, this might not have been you actually. It was a uh, Rogue the Bat. Or is it Rouge the Bat? Rouge the Bat. 
Yeah. She goes, horny police, open your browser history. And she's dressed like a police officer. She has huge tits. Oh, and she's like leaning into the car window. Yeah. So someone sent that to me. I don't think I shared that. But it's, I think I sent that to you. It's funny that it's making the rounds. Maybe you did. I I saw that on a somewhere on Discord, I think, and just started sending it to people because it amused me. No, I sent oh, you God. that picture from Cars. Yeah. Like pe- we're good friends, man. People are weird. I'm so happy we're friends. I've been watching Community, and they were doing like, uh, I'm on season four now, and they're at like a, a convention for their version of uh. That thing, uh, the, the the whatever show they watch, Inspector for Space Time, but it's like, uh, what's the the British show with the screwdriver? Doctor Who. Yeah, it's basically that, right? Like, oh, I get um, it. Yeah. And like, I like I'm watching this, and they're having fun, and there's shenanigans, and I'm just like, I don't have enough friends to like have this happen. Like, all my friends are online at this point, especially since Travis moved away. Uh, but I'm like, you know, I I could go to a convention with Cameron, and we could get into shenanigans. We could take pictures and. And someone could get locked in a telephone booth. Like, it just made me, like, kind of, like, homesick for a thing that I don't have. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that's what's, like, tempting about Infinity is, like, oh, an excuse to go somewhere and do something? Mm-hmm. Like, huh, I <laughs> I, I kind of like the idea of that a little. I, I don't know. Oh, well. What in the world? I hate I hate the Blizzard notification system. I want to close this app because I do not need it. Well, I hope everyone out there has a good. What day is it? Wednesday. Eight. eight Tuesday. When do these episodes go up? I don't know. You post them. I don't listen. Oh man. Good night, everybody. Night, everybody.